Jersey podcast about DC with your host E Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you're about to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everyone out in Holsey Land. Welcome to episode 122 of Straight Out of Gotham. We are a phantom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. Ross, uh, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the great shows on our network by heading on over to batmanonfilm.com and, and uh, clicking the podcast drop down and uh, checking out all the other great shows that everyone has to offer. Lots of great stuff over there. I am your uh, co-host uh, from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor BF. I'm Peter R. Verite, recording on July 10th, 2023. And, always, and as always, we have a great show for you today, but... I'd like to remind you that we do the monthly contest, so if you rate and review our uh, show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we usually review on air, you win our contest, so uh, make sure you get those reviews in. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who won the most consecutive pickleball games in the history of Oakdale Veterans Middle School, a BOF junior contributor, ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Long Island himself. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, yet another feat. Uh, pickleball's real man of greatness, <laughs> like that old Bud Light commercial back when people See, pickleball, Bud Light. pickleball's only becoming popular now, but it was—it's been a thing for a long time. You don't understand that, so it's all right though. I let and you've been running the show. I let people. I mean, it's whatever. I'm sick and tired of people piggybacking off my stuff and trying to be popular, make it whatever. But trendsetter. Yeah, I don't need this crap. So, so yeah, so that's the thing, and you know, it's kind of fun. Um, that's it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like cornhole, or which to okay. me is is like bowling for drunks. But <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's a tailgate game. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually become like a thing, and there's like a le- there's leagues. Really, there's like, I yes, didn't know that. Professional. I didn't either until it might have been two Fourth of July's ago. Was it Fourth of mm-hmm. July? It might have been. I was watching. I had ESPN on because I was waiting to watch the hot dog competition, and they mm-hmm. had like a the national cornhole tournament thing. I'm like, wait, really? this is real? Yes, they actually have a professional league for cornhole. So, yeah, it's a real thing. All right, I uh, had no idea. I know. I was, uh, not expecting that. The axe throwing thing is cool. That that I think I would. I've done like that. To try. That's that's fun. I've done that. Yeah, that I think would be fun. But right. yeah. So what's going on? How are you? Now that I had a lazy Sunday, I feel like I didn't do anything all day today. To be brutally honest, or yesterday, oh. I guess past twelve a.m. here. So I was running all over the place. Yeah, you were just holding on on the go. I was. And then family visited. It was it was a it was a long day. I thought you we were texting earlier. I thought you went out to dinner. So I was like, oh man, like these guys. I did. We did. Oh, wow. We went out to dinner. And they, they just came won't leave. visit. The they came. They came to visit, and like <laughs> I wasn't cooking, so I'm like, well, then we have to go somewhere because I'm not cooking. If so you we want went. Eric's famous, you know, uh, strombolaya. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's like this thing you made up. It's somewhere between strombolaya and jambalaya. Strombolaya. 
<laughs> holes with famous Strombolaya. I don't even know how that it, would work. It's only available on Long Island. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a champion exclusive. I think they only serve it at the Hempstead Diner. I don't, I'm just trying to think how that would work. <laughs> Never. Uh, okay. Lots, that'd be a very carb-heavy meal. I'd say that. Uh, um, what, else, what, what is it in this area? That's true. Most <laughs> you know? Italian food is very carbon. You're in like the land of like pizza huts, just pizzerias galore. Yes. That's I what told you. My town and the next one over, there's uh, pizza places and Italian restaurants. Like It's like at least every town has at least three. All of it. <laughs> at least three crazy. pizzerias. Yeah. It's nuts. Luckily, we have a German restaurant, though, for me, so that's good. But Yeah, you, you get your schnitzel. Yeah, I could get schnitzel and first and – all that fun stuff. Holes and Doss. What? That's, that's the ice cream. Holes that's and Doss. That's something. Hagen Doss is Dutch, Pete, not German. Yeah, that's why you're Holes and Doss. <laughs> you're the German version of Hagen Doss. Oh, okay. You know? Sure. <laughs> it's like when, when you just win like Eric, it's hard to keep track. You know? Yeah, that's it. He's like Tom Brady in that aspect. Only Eric and Brady knows what that feels like. So yeah, well, that's true. Why they're goats, such great friends? We're goats. When goats get together, you get more goats. <laughs> you get goats and geeks. What? You goats get geeks. Geeks and straights. <laughs> what's the plural of mouse, Pete? Mice. Okay, good. That's what I was gonna. That's what I thought you might say. Meese, mouses. <laughs> so what's the plural? Moose, moose. I said I did say mouses once <clears throat> to annoy this person. I was yeah to annoy this person. It's like when you talk about computer mice, are they mice or are they mouses? They're mice. Yeah, just curious. I wonder. It's, 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 it's things I've pondered as I'm like on the job. <laughs> That's where most people do your best thing. Their right. best thinking, oh, John. That's true. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, we've um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of get through some some reviews because it's review uh, season. Yes, and because you finally caught up uh, to a lot of things, so we can just run through them. So, uh, what do you want to start with? Uh. Let's start. Uh, let's start with the cartoon. All right. So yeah. So on Max, there's the new Superman cartoon called My Adventures with Superman. I think it actually debuts on Cartoon Network the day before, whenever it is. I think it's on Wednesdays or Tuesday. Okay. And yes, they released two episodes. Well, I don't know if about the Cartoon Network, but there were two episodes on Max. That's how I watched it. Mm. And um. I think it's it's interesting. I'll say that. Uh, it's the anime style kind of um, animation, which is not my I'm not the biggest fan of to begin with. But, uh, you know, I enjoyed the I guess hope is the best way to put it. And I know that's corny because that's what <laughs> that's what this stands for. But um, the symbol stands for. But, yeah, it was kind of like it does portray that the show is very much. Uh, very much in line with who the character actually is. Uh, and 
it's kind of refreshing. I mean, obviously we get it in Superman and Lois, but I thought that this was a very uh, good attempt at it. Uh, there's you got the Lois with the short hair. You have Jimmy Olsen, uh, uh, who have, who's African American in this. So there's different flavors for everybody in this show. And uh, I thought it was a really good attempt, a really good start. I don't know if we weren't doing this show. I don't know if I would have watched it, to be honest with you, because even though I think it's well put together, I don't think it's for someone like me. Mm-hmm. But I did think it was endearing and cute and uh, truthful to the to the material. What about you? What do you think? I really liked it. I was into it. I like how they're all interns. You know, I thought Jimmy was really cool. Like I miss Jimmy Olsen more than anything. Right. To be honest, like if it's been a while since even Superman and Lois, like, you know, we got Jimmy Olsen Supergirl. It wasn't really, you know, he was jacked. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. Like, it was like, where's my ginger with the bow tie? You know, like, yep. it was like, this is, not the, this is not the new Jimmy Olsen I think of. Um, So it's been a while since we kind of got like a proper, just kind of trigger happy photojournalist Jimmy Olsen. And I thought that was really cool. And uh, I like how mom, Paul Kent were and, I like how young he is and he's still a little naive and, you know, I, I, I was digging it. I'm, in, I'm interested, you know, at, at the end of this, at the end of the, sh- of, uh, I forget which episode it was one or two, but Cat Grant and Lombard get involved. I'm like, that's great yep. for politics within the daily planet. And like, that's the stuff like in man of steel that was like teased that I never got with any of the other movies, you know? Uh, so I'm really excited to see this kind of unfold and it really kind of any form of media, live action or, but you know, so like even Superman and Lois doesn't really have that either. Like, there's no real. They work at the Smallville newspaper, right? Like, they're not working in right. Metropolis at the Planet. So this is cool. Like, this is like kind of what I envision Superman really is. You know, like, so I, I kind of like it, and I, I'm digging it. And the the anime style didn't bother me at all. So I'm looking forward to when they get to more traditional Superman villains. Right now, they kind of seem to just getting their feet wet and giving you an idea of what he can do and. You know, kind of, it's like a tour around the city with kind of like what I figure is low-level villains in the the first two episodes. And, you know, they'll build from there. But, you know, I think there's a lot of promise here. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of make him, like you said, naive, but also a little bit of the clumsy Clark that we got to see in the uh, 78 film, a little bit of Mm -hmm. that. They kind of hinted that with him. Uh, You know, Lois is very much, I thought that she was the one that they kind of nailed pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was the character on the show that they kind of nailed pretty well. Again, it's a younger version of her and she's an intern and how they um, massage that and, and how they uh, fit that into the story is very cool. Oh, wow. My voice cracking. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Jimmy, Jimmy is pretty much Jimmy, like the Jimmy that we've gotten to know most, most of his. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just nice to have that character back, really. Yeah, so it was cool, and it's cool that they're focusing on this focus on the three of them. Yeah. I think that was cool too. How that it's a lot of times I felt like Jimmy is kind of you know off to the side, but this one he's very much part of what they're doing, and uh, I thought that was cool. Uh, interesting take with uh, the the villains. Um, you know they they mentioned also um, Task Force X, which you see at the end. Uh, so yeah, there's interesting takes there, and that was Slade. I didn't know that at first. I did uh, double check; I wasn't sure. Yeah, but it was Slade, so I was like, okay. So that was interesting too. So yeah, they're they're kind of pulling things from other all places, but 
It, it kind of very, felt like very like Fleischer, like he's just fighting these giant robots. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's very, but it, it it was put together well. I'll say that. I just don't know. It's very, it's made for kids, so that's what I'm saying, and and clearly it is. So I don't know if I'll be able to stick with it, but I will continue to give it a try and watch. As it. As long as they keep putting it up on Max, I'll, I'll be able to stick with it more than I would be able to having to watch it on TV because I feel like I, I feel just with my schedule, like I could. They're not long. They're like twenty minute episodes. So like. I could binge like three or four of them at a time. No, like, no right. Problem. Right. All right. So let's stick with Superman because we also had Superman and Lois. And I believe we t- we touched on this last week, but you hadn't seen it yet. So we said that I believe to you had seen the the finale, the season finale. Um. So, yeah. So what did you think? I'll let you go first. What did you think about? The, I thought it was really good. Everything I th- I'm really impressed with what they did. Everything they did with Bruno Mannheim, I thought was really brilliant. <coughs> um, excuse me. I like that more than like having like force Lex Luthor in. Like I like how they used Lex at literally like the last two or three episodes, right? And it's just I was like, oh my god! And then the what's his name nailed it. Abraham. I had a tweet earlier. I was like, yo, Walking Dead just totally dominated the season of Superman and Lois. His he name is Michael Douglas. That's the actor. Yeah, but name. even uh, even my, uh, what's his name, Mr. Coleman, who played uh, Tyrese and uh, Mr. Mannheim. Yeah, like the two of them, like they just, all, uh, the Walking Dead guys just walked in and just kicked ass. Yeah, it was really great to watch. Um, I really, I knew Mateo was somehow going to be tied to Bruno Mannheim, but I had no idea that Pia was going to be the wife. Okay. You know, like so, like th- there were a lot of twists and turns. Like they didn't. I, some of the one of the that one I was able to get. Like I felt very proud of myself, but a lot of the other ones throughout the season I didn't. Um, I'm a little kind of annoyed that now another person knows that Clark is Superman. Like I don't know if Cushing needs to know, but we'll see what's going on. Uh, that that was fine. Um, but he's getting cut from next season anyway. Yeah. So a lot, a lot. So it's they ended the season, you know, obviously versus Doomsday, which I thought was great. But uh, a lot of these characters got cut. I believe Steel was also cut. A lot of Smallville people. I believe they're going back to Metropolis. Or I don't know what they're really going to do, to be honest with you, because I believe Steel was cut, Lana was cut, uh, General Lane was cut. Um, I believe all these people, you know, so season four is going to look a little different. But Right. Well, they're cut as regulars. They're not cut from the show. They're cut as being on every show. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I get so. Lana being cut, but I think Sam Lane's a big part of the season, right? Like, at least the part of go, starting season four, he's got he's – well, I thought he's, the way they kidnapped him was pretty brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that too, and then you had, of course, um, John Henry and Lana hooking up, um, which we had, saw in uh, Superwoman Rebirth. So it's not it's not the first time it's happened. And you see, Chrissy is pregnant with with Kyle's baby, which is kind of the um, the soap opera portion of the show. I like to call it. Yeah, uh, between him and Lana. Yep, and the kids were. I mean. I don't know. I think Sarah, crazy, strangely enough, I think she's one of the better characters on the show. The character of Sarah. I, like, so, I really like New Jonathan. So, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jordan, I, I never agree with. I always think he does the wrong thing. I always agree with his parents. I was like, I my just, old man now? He's just so bad. Like, that actor is so bad. I, I kind of wish he was the one that left. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> because he's so terrible. Uh, every time he's on the screen, I'm like, I don't oh, I don't believe he could be a superhero. I don't believe he's he has terrible timing. 
Yeah. Dude, it, he's the worst part of the he's show. He's the weakest part of the show, easily, easily. Yeah. Which which is a little bu- bit of a bummer because he kind of rose to prominence because now he's got powers. You know? Yeah. So he's, he's more of a plot device than anything else. Yes. They should have given Jonathan the powers. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan was too busy covering up for his crackhead girlfriend. I know. Or his crack-dealing girlfriend. kind <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy thing, yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but the season went really deep with Lois and her cancer treatments and everything yes. and all that. Like, that took an unexpected turn. Nobody saw that. Yes. That and I, it only got better actually from when that was when that was pretty much announced. Yeah, I mean she and she's she's so she is literally the best actor on the show. Uh, yeah. She's fantastic. And well, they're both really good. Hulkland sells the Superman really well. He does. You know, he does. I think this is the best Superman since Superman 2. It's fair. You can definitely form. make. Yeah, and it includes can, all the other TV shows that have come before it. You can make that. Definitely make that <clears throat> argument. I can't argue. I really do. I think it is. I don't know how many people are actually watching it. You know, but, like I know it's popular for CW, and I know it's popular amongst the fans. But I don't know how many people are actually watching this this iteration of Superman. Which I, I think it's really good. I think a lot of people could actually dig it. I do too. I think if people actually sat down and watched it and gave it a shot and took it out. Put, took the it's the CW part out of their mind when they were watching mm-hmm. it because I think that a lot of people who don't who immediately just dismiss it because it's on that channel. I think if they gave it a shot, uh, they'd probably enjoy it because it is I, very it's a very true uh, when you think of Superman, the way he's portrayed on this show, it's very, mm-hmm. very true to um, to that character. So I, I do think they've got to spend more time out of Smallville, though, because I feel like it's blatantly obvious <laughs> Superman. Like, who in town doesn't know at this point to begin with? And I don't know. I just feel like it's just not very well hidden who Superman is. But um, I guess that's why they're in Smallville because it's you know small enough to keep the secret. But exactly, there is part of it that like, that's kind of what I didn't like about Smallville. The show was like everything just kind of happens in Smallville, but everything originates in Smallville. Whereas this is like everything's like everything happened in Metropolis, but now it's all happening in Smallville. <laughs> Well, Even Lex is walking to Smallville. <laughs> well, the show Smallville was called Smallville, so it's very yeah. hard not to do things in Smallville. No, I get it. I just, like, I, I just like everyone comes from Smallville and then they go to Metropolis. It's just like, way too convenient for me. Yeah, and I mean, and the kids... That, and it goes the, for the old comic books too. Well, the reason that they they moved to Smallville was for the kids. So the, yeah. they're getting well, older now, right? They had a little bit of an angle, but I'm just saying like, now, after three seasons, like right. Smallville constantly being ground zero for everything and anything, right? Like, well, like you said, next season, they, a lot they cut a lot of the Smallville cast. Yeah, or, I'm very interested in what they do. I'm so yeah, because so, I really dug what they did with John Henry Irons and Steel. I thought that was really fun. Same thing with Natalie. You know, they came from the uh, the the other uh, the mm-hmm. other realm. And uh, yeah, no, the, the playing the multiverse angle there, which is all the rage these days. So, yeah. well, we will see them. There were other characters. I just don't know how much, but we will see them next season. Oh, the, so. there were two Diggle references, by the way, in like yeah. These, so it, it's not yeah. as disconnected as they once said. They once said that this was a completely new iteration, completely disconnected. Now, it, even just a, even just referencing Diggle, it's like okay, is this yeah. still this Superman from the crossovers? Yes, I do. I guess well, that'll be revealed. Maybe I don't know. I'd like to get Kara to show up just once. It'd be nice. That's <laughs> like that's the one thing that's missing. Like, you know, where's their cousin? I'm just saying. It's. I feel like she should have popped up at some point. 
maybe they will because if next season is the final season, which it seems like they're hinting that it could be, then yeah, yeah it'd be a good time to bring her in. I don't see that being an issue. So yeah, so as we're talking about guys, um, Superman and Lois, it does. Pete brought up Doomsday. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Doomsday angle uh, on this, and uh, he actually the. It was actually very clever um, how they did it, and it's pretty. It's a pretty good interpretation, I thought. It's interesting. I don't know. Like I kind of prefer the the old school of Doomsday, of just kind of like the killing machine that just kind of landed here. Right. Um, it seems to be a trend now that something turns into Doomsday. Yes. So you know, you just kind of roll with it. It's not the worst in the world. It's probably not my favorite. Um, I don't like how, you know, he's got, like, the suit embedded into his, like, doomsday skin. That's a little weird. Right. But um, it was interesting how they created him and what they used. It was the Bizarro Superman, the inverse right. Superman, and Lex doing it. You know, it it, it was very Superman-esque, right? Yes. Like, very science fiction-y. It was cool. The, the, uh, the guy who was helping Lex, his name is Otis. <laughs> so yep. it, it was cool. It was fun. I don't know if the, I don't know if, uh, the chick who tricked General Lane – Whose name is Miss Tessmacher. Um, I don't know if that was it. Yeah, I'm, they didn't name her. Out. So I, I, maybe they did on the app, and I just didn't notice it. So I have to because they did show her face really quickly on the Danny app because he's Danny again. Mm-hmm. So that's Jordan's fault, by the way. So it's another reason I like Jordan. Um, but yeah, like so that was interesting. Um, you know, it, it's the, interesting now that Doomsday flies. This is the second iteration of Doomsday that flies. BVS being the first. So. Um, yes, I don't know. To be honest, I think the one that looks the best, geez, was probably, I posted this on Twitter. I wonder who it's winning of the four live, I believe there's only four live action doomsdays. It's BVS, it's Krypton, Smallville, and now Superman and Lois. And, uh, I wonder who's winning, but I, I don't know. I think I have to, I think Krypton did it best. I have to rewatch that series. I haven't seen, I don't think I've ever finished it. They've done a lot. They did. I mean, they had Brainiac too. They did Brainiac yeah. too, and I thought that was solid on that show. I so. I, yeah, I got to rewatch that. Yeah, it was it was good, and yeah, I mean, they obviously that's how they end um this season and this. The specific- fight was great. I thought the fight was for CW's budget was really cool. Like the action parts were really great. You know, like I dug it. I thought it was fun, man. I really enjoyed it. I think this show is so much fun. It is. It's been it was a it was a needed version. They needed to do something with Superman and this came along at the right time. I don't think they knew what they were doing. To be honest. Right. Like, I don't think coming out of the CW crossovers, they really knew what they had. No, they, I mean, but they needed there was so such um, disappointment with what was going on, on in the movies on the big screen that this was kind of a way for them to have Superman out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they took advantage great. of it, though. You yeah, know, like I agree, it's been I, great. It's it's. I feel bad for anyone who's not watching the show because I think it's a great iteration of Superman. Yeah, like I said before, if you could take it out of your mind that this show is on the CW, because like I said, that's a baked in thing for people. Um, you probably enjoy it even more. So this has been, yeah, this is this show has been pretty pretty solid and consistent for the three years it's been on. There's been obviously highlights and lowlights, but. Because uh, to be honest, it reminds me a lot of like Superman, uh, Lo- uh, not Superman, Lois and Clark, because that show took a lot of liberties at the time. And I think this show does too, but I think it works better for this show. But I also think with the liberties they do it, they're a little bit more faithful, like Doomsday being a prime example, you yep. know? 
I don't know. Like, I just feel like they, I think they do. I think they do it with a lot of care here. They do. And like, like I said, they had to get something right in live action with Superman. And I think this has been a good filler uh, for that role right now. Where's my Tyler Hoagland Superman action figure? Like, can I get one? Can someone make one? They don't have one? No. I could have swore Zachy had one. He he got like one of those like hot toy like I think it was like counterfeit hot toys because like no one makes them so he he had like a, somebody out there just did like it's like a I guess like a custom okay. all right <clears throat> but yeah no he does he's it looks really good that's a little bit I, I was looking more like the lines of like you know my action figures like for Tom McFarlane you know the plastic ones those are a little bit more high end I don't like I don't really like the hot toy type things that's more a hobby thing. Javi loves that stuff. I'm not really like, yeah, I have one. It's good. That's enough for me. I like plastic. <laughs> I like my toys with plastic. Yeah. God well, damn it, Eric. You should know this. Dude. We've been the show for how long? You post so many toys and you buy so many toys. No, I'm not Yeah, you do. No, I you do. Too many. You, do. you should really, you have to have a kid so you could give all these toys to your kid. No, what I need is to actually put them in like, uh, Cabinets, Curio cabinets. Or <laughs> All right. So, guys, if you've been watching Superman and Lois and you want to get at us about oh, it, so much fun. Let us know what you think uh, after the episode's up. You can just respond to the in the Facebook group. Let us know what you think because um, I enjoy talking about CW shows in the group. It's kind of a, it's a lot of fun. It's great. We can talk some Flash. Eric, we should get Eric to rewatch Supergirl. We should get Eric to do like a retro Arrow review. I think he would love that. I did one with JJ on his Ooh, show. A little Jelly Belly right there. Uh, I did one with that. So yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Let us know if you're watching again, Superman and Lois. Let us know what you think of the show in the Facebook group. All right, so Pete, you finally got to see Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um. Before I get into that, I don't know if you guys saw, I got my Optimus Prime popcorn head. Looks phenomenal. Right? Do you have it with you? Can I see it light up? Oh, I don't have it in the room I'm in. All right, we'll have to get it right away. now. But uh, yeah, I can show you later. I mean, it, it's very similar to the Batman one that we all, that everyone got, the Batman one when the Batman I don't know, came out. Yours lights up. Yeah, it does light up. Uh, there's a little light switch on the bottom to light up and... Uh, it hold, it's much bigger. The capacity in this one is much bigger than the capacity. Did you eat, actually eat popcorn out of it? No, I didn't even get it at the movies. I bought it through you their website. You bought it online? That's amazing. Yeah. You don't have to go to the movies to buy these things. I went to the Cinemark website and I looked and they had it. So I'm like, all right, I'll just pick it up. There That's you go. What I did. Right. Yeah, so Hold's I got that. Go. That was pretty, it's pretty awesome. But the movie itself, uh, Pete, I will let you go since you just saw it today or yesterday. Uh, yesterday or Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, so you saw it. Yes, you saw it on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, talk, talk, go ahead. Talk about the movie. I've talked I about it. A it was little great. Bit. I had so much fun with it. I thought. I thought. I thought. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pete Davidson. Anthony Ramos. Oh, Pete Davidson. Anthony Ramos was great. Pete Davidson's great as Mirage. Um, some of the best uh, all, Transformers fights you'll you see. It was like straight up the cartoon brought to life. Like bump between Bumblebee and uh, this movie, you're going to get some really great Transformers um, Transformer fighting. And lots of great, like, just classic laser shooting and stuff like that. Like, everything you love about the old cartoon, that's what that is. Um, yeah, like, I, I just, I had so much fun with this movie. This is definitely like a top-tier Transformers movie, in my opinion. Um, end credits tying into, into, uh, into G.I. Joe is interesting. Uh -huh. 
Right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, that's obviously a comic book series. That's a crossover that actually happened. Yes. So there's source material to it. So maybe some research is in order. It'd be nice to get outside of Gotham, unlike Ryan Lauer. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I guess I got some reading to do, but it, I may give this the edge over Bumblebee, me personally, because there's a lot more prime in this. And because Mirage reminds me of Jazz just as a car. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss Jazz so much. Um, and I'm wondering, I'm just, the best thing about it is I'm interested in Transformers again, because I'm like, is this a reboot? Can I get Jazz back? Like, what's kind of happening here? This seems kind of like a timeline refresher. D- the last night doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I'm like going back to Transformers. What was the fourth one? Um, oh, what the hell was Age the name of Age of Extinction. Yeah, Age of Extinction. I was like, that, that seems to be the last Transformers movie that actually matters. <laughs> 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 Or before last night, and so I'm trying to piece it all together, and I'm I'm really interested in. I I think Optimus looks so good in this movie. I I wish they would cover his mouth more. I don't know why they have to have like Optimus have lips. That's like an obsession. Optimus Primal, it was great to see him there. Perlman did a great job with the voice. Um, I'm gonna pre-order the uh, the, the expensive action figures. I thought the, I thought it looked great. His beast mode was great. Um, Cheetor looked really good. You know, it was a little of a bummer not having like Rat Trap there, but like you know, I understand. Rhinox was cool. You know, I just, I just really enjoyed everything. Bumblebee's versus, Bumblebee coming back was amazing. Like that was, that was an epic moment. Um, I love the old uh, aircraft carrier plane thing. That thing was awesome. He was funny. Uh, I just had a blast with it. It was great. It was, it was a solid Transformers movie. Like it's, I don't know. Like I, I put a tweet out earlier yesterday. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with the general audience because I've had nothing but fun at the movies this summer. Like everything I've seen, I've really enjoyed. I really have. A, I've really enjoyed Spider Verse. I enjoyed Flash, Indiana Jones, uh, Transformers. Like you know, I, I know I missed some things, but like I've had a blast. I've only you know, <laughs> I'm going once a weekend, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm really having fun at the movies, and I feel bad that no one's going to see these things. But I thought Transformers was great. I really did. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. What did you think of uh, Dominique Fishback? Um, I forget her name in the show. In the the archaeologist. Yes, she was funny. She was cracking me up, man. You uh-huh. know? Did you? Did I like you... Scourge? I thought Scourge was a good villain. I'm glad it wasn't Megatron again. I'm really digging that stuff. You know? Yeah, they did. Unicron's did... interesting because he's so big. Yeah, they did have the, like Scourge as the um, having him as the henchman type for Unicron, uh, which is not not a not a leap that that, that did happen. So yeah, so that was a cool. Uh, cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it either. I thought, I mean, unless you're just not fans of the franchise or, or this movie is not something that people care to see anymore. Maybe the Bay movies got them tired. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I thought this movie deserved better. Uh, I feel like I've been saying that so much this summer, but I did. I felt like the movie deserved a lot better. And uh, I saw it twice. Blast. Yeah, I mean, blast. I saw it twice. And both times, the second time I remember coming out of it saying, wow, I like the better drops this time. Are great. Yeah. I mean, everything uh, in the movie is just really well done. There's some wonky CGI parts. I'm not going to lie. Like the, when he puts on the suit, when he becomes um, mm-hmm. Mirage kind of, and they, he, that's, you know, he takes the that's pieces of That's probably my him. least favorite part of the movie, you know? But yeah, but I mean, that was a little wonky and stuff, but... No, I mean, it's a very, very good summer, traditional summer blockbuster. And if you're fans of the franchise, I mean, I don't know anyone who's a fan of Transformers and saw this and said they hated it. They might have had issues with it, but most most people I know who are big fans of the franchise liked it. 
Yeah, so, I really did. I really did. So, yeah. So I'm hoping I don't know what the future is right now, but I'm hoping that we get one. Uh, if they're going to do the crossover with G.I. Joe, I mean, they might need to just to save that franchise because whew, those movies were rough and Snake Eyes was no better. <laughs> yeah, those movies are not good. I didn't see Snake Eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know how they're going to do it or what they're going to do going forward, but I think there's enough here that they will continue with the fr- Transformers franchise. Uh, where they go next, I don't know. Um, I think the back-to-back really good movies between Bumblebee and this. Yeah, that's what I think. But again, it's not. Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe people just don't want to watch these movies anymore because last night I went to see Call of Freedom. I think it was what it was called. And dude, I went at nine forty-five, I believe, and the theater was almost packed. And that is not a franchise. That's just a. It's a movie about child trafficking. It's, it's very. Um, it's a heavy film, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were there. So maybe people just want more traditional movies now. I don't know. I can't explain it. Summertime usually is the time where you get to see, uh, you want to see blockbusters because you want to sit in the movies for a long time, eat the popcorn, and just have fun. But maybe not. I don't know. That's what I would do. So I don't don't get it. (laughs) I don't either. It's a crazy, crazy phenomenon we're having. Uh this this summer and there was COVID, really no- covid didn't kill the movie theaters the movie theaters killed the movie theaters maybe man maybe just the movies yeah the movies killed the movie theaters like what they're putting out there uh but yeah it's weird when no one likes what you like like it's just like it's like you're like oh man i do i have bad taste well speaking of you finally watched ant-man quantumania and you actually liked it so you're one I liked of the- it a lot man yeah you know, I, was, I was like, this was fun. I thought it was like, I really dug the whole like going down deep and Janet having, you know, experienced, you know, uh, Kang and everything. The Bill Murray stuff was interesting. And I really liked the whole Scott and, and Cassie angles. And I thought Cassie fighting was really cool. And I just, I, I was into it. You know, the only thing I didn't really like it was towards the end. My probably least favorite part of the movie was that towards the end where it was like, is Kang gone? Is Kang gone? I don't know. Is Kang gone? Is Kang gone? Is Kang gone? You know, he's walking down the street trying to figure out. And then Cassie's birthday. Is Kang gone? Did he defeat Kang? Did he beat Kang? There's more Kang. And then, you know, obviously you see the post credit scenes. So, um, What did you but, think of MODOK? Uh, here's the thing. MODOK is like my Marvel usually doesn't involve MODOK. Okay. Like, in the books that I read. My Spider-Man... Okay. I, I, my Fantastic Four Modoc does not pop up in the Fantastic Four books. Or I, I, I really just, unless there's something I missed, like in George Perez's Fantastic Four, there's not a whole lot of Modoc in there. Right, right. Um, so to be honest, and I, when it comes to Ant Man, I think because I don't really read Ant Man, like I'm, this is like I'm Holzman here. I don't, you know, I'm not reading this stuff. Right. So I just go in, I just watch the movie, not knowing anything, and I enjoy it because I don't know what to be upset about. Right. You know, like I know, I know in the comics, Hank Pym is like kind of like, you know, he beats his wife. He's like, a, you know, big domestic violence type thing. Um, <clears throat> I think he kills her actually at some point. Something like that. It's not good. But I know that's like history and comics. It's not like that at all in the MCU. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I'm, I, like I said, I, I have like a couple more. I have like, I'm looking at it like one essential Marvels. I don't read a lot of it. So. But I had fun with the movies. I think Paul Rudd's hilarious. And I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, so that helps with me. Um, but yeah, like actually, these three Ant-Man movies, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the third one more than the second one. 
but uh, I really like Ant Man the first one, and I'm I'm just a fan of the trilogy. It's weird. I really like it. So you like that they made him Darren and tied it into the first film with that? And yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Okay. It didn't bother because, like, I don't know, like, who this is supposed to be. I did some, I, I did some, like, googling afterwards, and uh, I don't know, like, I was like, this character is so weird already. Like, why are people? It is. It's a, it is strange. <laughs> it's He's like, a strange. Yes, it's a strange character. I'm not gonna lie. It is, but I just I didn't like that, and I the actress who played Cassie, I just didn't like that character either, and that's oh, really I love Cassie. I love seeing her. I love seeing her grow, kind of grow up over the years. No, no, I don't think that I don't think that the material was bad. I just don't think the actress did a good job delivering it. That's I think she needs a cool name. I don't know. Does she have a I name agree. in the comics? Someone let us know. Because I've been trying to think of something. And she's like, oh man, could she be like, I don't know, the purple beetle, the purple. I'm like, I because she's got purple in her suit. Like, what could she be? I'm trying to think of things. Like, oh, would you would you <laughs> I don't know if you're if you're a member of the Ant-Man family, like, does anyone want to be the cockroach? <laughs> like, does anyone want to be that? I'm the flea. You know, like you can't be the tick that's already taken. Um, like who, who could it I be? Like, I'm trying to think of Stinger. I think Stinger is the name. Okay. That she's most known okay. for. So she does have a name. That's cool. But yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. I believe I that. It. But I like the movie. It's like mid MCU for me. It's right in the middle of the bunch. It's it's fun. Okay. It's average. Like I could pop it in and enjoy it. Like I, I mean, it's really. I really. It's funny how like not knowing anything can lead to you really enjoying something. Like oh, this is all I know. It's true. It's true. I agree. Like if you, the less you know about the source material, the more you're going to enjoy. Uh, like there's so like Harry Potter, for example, if you read the books, there's so many other things in the books that aren't in the movies. And I know that bothers some people, but I never read the book. So I just enjoy them because mm-hmm. I enjoy the films. So it's just a similar thing. Uh, but majors obviously saves the film. and makes it watchable for me. He is so good. As Kang. Yeah, he was good. I actually thought Paul Rudd did a really great job. See, he was just kind of there. Like, I felt like him and Hope were both just kind of there. Like, they weren't part of the story until, obviously, the fight at the end. Um, they I thought it was a good fight, too, by the way. It was. It was a good fight. And to me, that was the best we got to see him fighting where he wasn't kind of joking around. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a serious battle for him. And I thought that was that was interesting. Like, that was one of the things I did like. Uh, in the movie, but yeah, just I don't know. Overall, it didn't work for me. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I mean, I will I rewatch it again? Probably not, unless uh, like they're doing another team up, and I have to, you know, I want to do that. Oh, let's watch all the movies again that you do from time to time. Um, maybe, but I did not love it. But I'm glad you did. I mean, if you're gonna go to the movies and are you gonna watch a movie? I'm glad that yeah, you watched I'm glad it. I didn't. I'm glad I did not not like it. Does that make sense? Enjoyed. I'm glad no, I enjoyed it. I 100% <laughs> agree. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm just surprised so many people hate it. I'm like, wow, this movie is like, I remember. Yeah, I, I hate it. I just couldn't strong. see it because it was just time and I just, I was busy. But I remember everyone just like openly just shitting on this movie. Hate's a li- hate is a little strong. Like, I, I don't understand. Everyone was making fun of the CGI and the background, and all this, which is what everyone does for every movie. But like, I just felt for this one, it was very, it, it was a lot more noticeable. I mean, the way that the speed that they turn these films out and now if the people who are like, oh, they should use practical effects, I don't think it's possible. <clears throat> so that's kind of my. Yeah, like that's kind of my response to people that I, everyone. I don't think there's a person alive who does not enjoy practical effects over 
computer-generated imaging. I, I do not think there's, I don't know anybody who, who alive who says, oh, I'd rather have the computer imaging. Nobody does. But you got to be practical. And I think Reno likes CGI more than anybody I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna come at you for that one. That's for sure. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, Reno. Yes, runs Canada. Yes, I like I like <laughs> the video game look of movie. It's nice. I like when I go see a movie, like, oh yes, PlayStation. Yes, yes, Reno. Yes, yes, go Xbox. Yes, Reno. Yes. All right. So Pete, we have been there's one movie out there that's coming out that you have been worried about getting toned down, but now we have yet another person saying that's not going to happen. Deadpool 3 is coming, and the actor who plays Dopinder on the sh- in the movie, Karan Sony, who plays Dopinder in the films, says that it's this should be as hard or as ever. That's so this, great. Wow. Yes. So that's what he's saying. And he's not he's even a, really in most of the movie, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's got a, he's got a good role in the first two, so. Is he in the second one? I don't remember. Yeah. Don't he's remember. the taxi driver. I, just, I don't remember. I thought he yeah. watched the second one. It's been a while since I watched the Deadpool movies, to be honest. Oh, the second one is, I like it. Um, it's good. They're both very good. Yeah. So this is what he said. Um, they've begun working on it, so he can say that. It, that is the same as the other two. It's like a hard R. There's a lot of that stuff, so it does not feel different. The only thing that for me is different is that I have not gotten the script. Here's another person saying with the how Marvel is so tight, <laughs> tight with the scripts and strict. He has not seen. He said he's only seen glimpses of what he's in. And then he said, when I did some of the stuff, I saw some things that I did not didn't know were in the thing. I think I would just say it's this way. Ryan Reynolds doesn't need to do any of these movies unless he gets to do his version of it. And he's such a star. And I don't need to say this a creative genius. He's taking this opportunity and really pushing everything. And definitely he's doing a lot of cool stuff. I feel very optimistic about it. Him and Sean Levy work so well together. It'd be really exciting for people to see how they take their collaborations that they've done now successfully twice in this new ver- version and play in this massive sandbox with a lot of stuff. It's very exciting. And he will not underestimate Ryan Reynolds. So, can we just give Ryan Reynolds like the keys to Green Lantern and say, "Can you just do whatever you want to <laughs> do, like you do for Deadpool?" Like, Dude, do you feel that passionately about this character, like because it seems like you know he's just he lo- he he loves this stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, he fought hard to get this movie made. I mean, he even made that. Remember that um, video footage of the fight in the first one in the in the taxi cab that yeah, he did. He leaked it. Yeah. Remember, he leaked that. So, I mean, he fought hard to get this one made, and this is definitely his baby. I think in a lot of ways. Um, so, but it all it's it also comes with a lot of like questions. What do you mean? Well, I mean, there there. This is clearly a multiversal movie. Well, yes. And then, then the big news coming out of the week, coming into the weekend, was that Gardner's coming back to play Electra. Yes, that okay. was the next. Yes, she's coming so like, back. But I'm saying, like, if no one came back for Keaton's Batman, who's going to come back for a movie they hated 20 years ago? <laughs> you know, that's, it's it's just funny. It's like does Gardner's but does Gardner's Electra and possibly Affleck's Daredevil? Does that like, or are just people so jacked up for Jackman? Right, like, does Jackman have the effect to draw the audience in because he's a low, he's way more recent than Keaton? I do, I think that number. Or does one, this bomb I, like everything else? I think number two, when it comes to you, Jackman, it too is he has a broader fan base. 
Uh, he's done Broadway. Mm-hmm. I think a lot more people across different spectrums of media know him. So that might draw people. I don't think having Jennifer Garner as Electra in Deadpool 3 is going to be a big draw. Like, I don't know. If, yeah, it's not, but it's just, I guess that's why it was part of like the Friday news dump. You yeah. Know, just like, but still, it's like, it's it's weird. Like, okay. Like, I, th- th- this movie seems to be the last like entry in the multiverse Right, like I feel like everybody has gone so heavy multiverse stuff. They've got it. Somebody's got to take a break at some point. Right, and I have a feeling it's gonna be like he does the fourth wall stuff. I think I have a feeling a lot of the multiverse stuff is gonna be in those that dialogue uh, when he's talking about. He's gonna point out and point things out that are obvious and make fun of it because that's part of the character. So I think he's gonna do that. Uh, But I I think it's cool she's coming back. I liked her in um, Daredevil. That movie she did on her own, the Electro movie, that was horrible. I don't remember it. I remember, I know I watched it because I remember being like, at the time, I was like, oh, this is cool. Zod is training Electro. Because <laughs> 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 like, Terrence Stamp plays yeah. stick in the movie. So yeah. that was like back in the day, that's all we had, you know, before you guys got spoiled. I know. Having, you know, like six comic book movies a year. Back in the day, all we had was we looked forward to Electra. But I wonder if they're going to do the crazy thing and have not Ben Affleck, but Charlie Cox. Interesting. In yeah, I don't know. Right. That's, I mean, or like you said, if you do multiverse stuff, like, you know, we've seen different actors play Spider Man and the, right. the Sp- MCU. So I can't imagine why this movie, because this is his first MCU movie. And like, I can't, it, if they could, they've done it now with, oh my God. I mean, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, um, Avengers, even, like, you've had, you've had these other actors come in for these roles. So, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. Not at all. I would not be surprised. So, but it is it is cool for her in a way that she gets to come back and and play this role. When's this one come out? Do we know? Uh hold on. Because I'm see. interested to see like, does this movie flop? Is this is Deadpool still relevant? Is Deadpool in the MCU a big deal? Like, there's a lot of like kind of like questions you have. Like, CBM movies outside of Spider Man haven't been doing so good. It next seems May, like. May third next, next May. Year. All yes. right, so we got some time. So who knows yes. what the landscape will be like? Yeah, I mean, it could totally change. Everything could change. When the Marvels come out, so that's the next MCU yeah. film, right? You're, and Marvels. you're having the watch party, right? At the state, at the state theater in Long Island. I'm not having a watch party, but I am wondering how Secret Invasion is going to attach to it somehow. You're the only person I see ever talking about it on Twitter, so I'm wondering. I, I'm looking forward to diving into it. Yeah, that's why I, I, don't, I feel like I'm not seeing a lot of traction on it. I don't understand it. Uh, it's obviously to me, it's it is the best TV um, MCU project for me since Hawkeye. Um, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, it's it's a typical spy story. It's not, you know, it's not. It doesn't have a superhero in it. Uh, they are they are referenced and they talk about them, but they're not in it. It's very much Nick Fury and Talos's story, uh, more on Fury. There's you find out a lot of things about his life in the, mm-hmm. even in the short amount of time. And Kingsley Benadir is so good as um, Gravik. Uh, he's I'm such looking a forward good, to getting it because I recently yeah. recently read the book and I actually didn't like it. I know I remember you saying that 
It's not. It is not the book. And apparently, it's nothing like the book. Yes, so like, I'm it's wondering, not the book. Like this is like the thing that Marvel does. Like we're gonna take this thing instead of properly naming it, we're gonna name it something else. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I mean, there are references, and it's it aligns with it a little bit, but overall, it's not. It's not the book. So, um, but definitely, I think if you're not watching it, I don't understand why. Uh, Only reason really. is because I had to get there. <laughs> no, no, not it. you. I mean, oh. people in general. I'm talking to the. To, I'm talking to our audience. Uh, if you're not watching it, though, you're really missing out. It's really well done. Uh, it's a slower burn. Yes, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a fast movie feel. It definitely is, a, or show. It definitely is a slower burn. Uh, but I mean, acting solid. Fury. I mean, Jackson and Cheadle have a really good scene. Um, and Mendelssohn and and Jackson have good chemistry. Uh, it's just a really, really good. Olivia Coleman is fantastic. She's fantastic in everything, but she's in this too, and uh, it's really, really well done. So when you get a Pete, when you get around, to I'm it, probably going to start it tomorrow before I go to work. I think that's what I'll probably end up doing. So, but it, I enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it. Worst case scenario, I'll start it this weekend. But it's definitely like, you know, everything's pretty much. I, actually, to be honest with you, I think I have like two episodes of Titans I still have to watch. But that's like that's like pulling teeth for me. <laughs> Well, just it, uh, the the last episode is 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 a tough for me was a tough watch. For Titans, yeah, not because I was upset, but because I was getting to the point like, all right, yeah, we need to end this show. I'm glad it's ending. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it yeah. got oh, it got there. Was, it's so disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't. But Ooh. all right, so we have talked. There's been a lot of talks about releasing cuts of other films, and one of them has been the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. We have uh there people have been asking for it. Pete, you've said you'd like to see the Schumacher cut. Yeah. Uh, I know, I mean obviously I Kevin would Kevin Smith screened it like I think a weekend ago. Yep. He reviewed it, he screened it. Uh we know little bits about it, obviously. The, if you ever saw the Red Diary stuff um that mm-hmm. was pulled out. You know, there's there's footage of that. So we've seen little bits and pieces of it, but Akiva Goldsman, who was the screenwriter on that, which is crazy when you think about it, uh, he did an he interview. He was big in the 90s, man. He was. On the Playlist Bingeworth podcast. And this is how he talked about the Schumacher Cut. He said, I saw the Schumacher Cut recently, and it's funny because there's been a swell on the internet for it, and I stay out of it mostly. Although it's got about 35% more psychological realism in it. You know, it's really more about guilt and shame, but the preview audience didn't want it. The world wasn't ready. Joel's first cut had all of it in, and the audience was like, yeah, we just like the part where the guy's funny and he's scary and the big thing. And so I just got cut down to what it is, <laughs> and it was cool. So I thought it was weird that he said the world wasn't ready for it when the movie before it, <laughs> Batman Returns, was kind of, you know, heavy yeah. and... Yeah, you know, I feel like maybe this was written a little bit better, though. To be honest with you, yeah, that's true. I think Goldsman's probably a better writer, right? So, so hopefully we'll see it. I know they screened it. A lot of people liked it. Apparently, there's some things I know the I know the Dick Grayson laundry, the infamous Dick Grayson laundry scene, apparently is not in the Schumacher cut. So there's different stuff there. <sighs> it's and it's shuffled around. Um, so I mean, if I ever get a chance to see it, I'd like to, but you know, we'll see. Yes, and he 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 went on to say that he'd like to see it for Joel Schumacher because 
um, there wasn't a lot of things honoring him, and it would be a cool way to honor him to release it. And he said he'd yeah. probably get a kick out of it if he was alive. So, yeah, I mean, it is something I definitely think I would watch and want to see. Uh, you know, that movie, I like it. I've liked it from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it gets, I know it gets a lot of uh, heat and flack from people. Retroactive heat. Yes, because when it came out, it was a huge hit. Uh, yeah, it was. But I mean, I have issues with it. I think we all do. But you know, it's it's a fun film. <laughs> it really is. I I like it. So it's a good summer blockbuster. Yeah. But apparently, those are those those don't count anymore. Well, no. If it came out, dude. If that movie came out today, it would get destroyed. Unfortunately, like, destroyed. And uh, I mean, that's hey. As much as we like the Nolan, the the Dark Knight trilogy, it's his fault. It is uh, his. It is his fault that people expect these certain level of films now, and to the the MCU to some degree. But yes, it's mostly Nolan's fault. Are you ready for Oppenheimer? Thing. Are you ready for Oppenheimer? You know what? I am because you love to hate Nolan. No, I don't. You do. You love, you you don't give Nolan the credit he deserves. You can't, what are you talking you're, about? You're anti Nolan. You're anti Nolan. No, you got you're gonna. You don't like Tenet. You don't like this. You don't like Dunkirk. I don't like Dunkirk. I don't like Dunkirk. You've been anti Nolan Uh, for a while, and it's fine. Just own own up to it, man. Says when you not own up to being anti Nolan. I could because I'm not. Nah, you're anti Nolan. No, I just think at this point in his career, he's constantly. No, he's constantly trying to prove he's the smartest guy in the room in every film he does now, (sighs) and. I gotta it's, watch it. It's not. It's not a fun or it's not entertaining to watch that and to be sitting there because it feels like literally someone's talking down to you. And that's okay, how that's I felt with Tenet. Dunkirk, I didn't feel that way because that was a period piece, which is why I'm excited for Oppenheimer because it's a period piece. It's based on an actual event that happened. That's right. Nolan being Nolan, baby. So yeah, and it's going to allow it. It. It probably saved him from himself in a lot of respects doing this movie. So I'm looking forward to it. But it's funny you bring this up. I was we were just talking about I was just talking about Nolan films uh, recently I, outside I of outside of the Batman movies, Pete. And I guess have you you seen Interstellar? You've seen Prestige? I've not seen Interstellar. Prestige, I love. Yes, so Prestige. I'm not um, a Nolanite. Have you seen any of the earlier films like Insomnia, Memento, any of those? Yeah, not in a while, but I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll just stick with the Dark Knight trilogy. I'll ask you because I think I've asked you before, but I don't remember your answer. Which of the three is your favorite? Rises. Rises is your favorite. Okay. Yeah. Best ones probably begins. Well, no, the best movie is the Dark Knight. That is the best. I think it begins. I think Dark Knight's sexier. Dark Knight's sexy. It's you know it's a hot blonde. You know, uh, begins is that you know, olive skin girl, brown hair with a big old fat ass. <laughs> Begins is my favorite of the three, but The Dark Knight is the best movie of the three. I can't argue. Dark Knight's good. Uh, so. Begins is great. You know, I get wait out, wait out, sell you too. Wait out, sell it begins. A lot of people sell it begins. It's just as good, in my opinion. Okay. I think Begins hey, no, is underrated. My favorite. It's my favorite of the three. I, I love that movie. Whenever I go to watch them, I, that's the first one I'll – I mean, obviously, it's the first film. But if I'm just sitting around like, I want to throw in a Batman movie, I'll, that's usually mm. the one I'll throw on. That or oh, 89. Definitely. 
That or 89. Those are the two that I'll... 89 has probably, honestly, the most so. rewatchability of any Batman movie. And that's just because you get sucked into Nicholson. Yeah. And Nicholson is... His, they say, and this is Max Shrek's line in Returns, but it's it's true for Nicholson. His charisma is bigger than both of us. You know, it's just... It, he You just get totally sucked into that Joker form. It's the greatest... It is the best Joker performance of all time, Jack Nicholson. Oh, wow. It is. It's better than Heath. It is. It just is. You know? Sorry. Is that because it's more of the Joker you like? It's just more because of who, that's who the Joker. That's the Joker. Right. Okay. That's what I meant. Like if Heath's, Heath's Joker is very close. It's very, yes. very close. It's it's there. But Nicholson's Joker, that's the Joker. That really right. is the Joker. I agree. Like, I agree with yeah. you. When I look at performance, and the both were great, I just think mm. Ledger for that movie was just so Ledger, great. It's different. Like Ledger just totally like dominates and like absorbs yes. and takes over the movie, whereas Jack is just like having a blast. You know, like Jack. I'm sure Heath was having fun making the movie. It does not look like what Jack looks like. He's having a lot of fun <laughs> while he's in, in costume in '89. You know, like I, I can't help it. I love every minute of it. Yep, I agree, man. It's got, I mean, obviously sentimental to sentimental value for me. Uh, just remembering the, like we've talked about many times, the build up for it and everything that went into that film. Um, yeah, so that's a big a, part of it for me. Yes. But no, the movie itself, uh, I'll never not want to watch that. Like, that's something Party someone says. Man. Yeah. If someone says, yeah. oh, I'm going to watch 89, I'll be like, cool, let's go. I'll watch it. Do it. I'll, yeah. I'll watch it with you. I'm in. You, you can't, it's 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 a nice clean two hours. It's crisp. It goes by fast. Yeah. Even like you know, I, even like Batman Begins, it's just like some points in just movies in jail, Dark Knight, I'm like, man, two and a half hours. It's a long time. It's a commitment. But I feel like the two hour mark, I'm like, boom, okay, two hour movie, I'm in and out. You know, I don't know what it is. But two and a half, I'm like, yeah, that's a long movie. <laughs> well, that's why three most hours, movies. that's a long movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why most movies are two and under because it's just. You know, that's why they yeah. lost me with the Snyder Cut. They're like four hours. I'm like, that's a fucking Jesus. Movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I'm good. I watched it once. I started watching it a second time and I couldn't get it. I did. Stuff. First time I watched it, I dude, I timed it out. I watched Man of Steel, BVS, Roy and Zach and I was just like back to back to back. Jesus. Yeah. And I had a whole cream soda from, from the grocery store. Two liter bottle. All right. Okay. So sorry about the little sidebar, but that's just that's how we do it. SOG. Right. That's how we do it. Cozy Mon holding it down. All right. So the end the real the real end, we believe the real end of the the Snyderverse films will be Aquaman in December. That's what we're told. That's what we're told to believe. Aquaman, uh, oh, and we're yeah. getting this. Obviously, is Aquaman two, and of course, there was a lot of discussion that Amber Heard was going to be pulled from the movie because of her legal troubles with Johnny Depp. Obviously, she was not pulled from the film, and she recently spoke about it because she's doing a new movie, a period piece called In the Fire, which is a smaller film, and she recently spoke about it with Deadline, and she said they asked her. Experience about working in a small drama versus a big budget superhero piece. And she said, these are very different kinds of projects representing two very different ends of the spectrum in my industry. There's a ton of pressure on these big franchise films with millions and millions of dollars at stake and compromises are part of trying to make it the most successful thing it could be. 
Then on the other end of the spectrum is a small indie film like In the Fire, a work of art and a work of love with nowhere near the same resources, and so there are compromises there. The best luck you can have as an actor is to be able to balance both. I think that's a very mature answer <laughs> to that question. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just good to have balance overall in your life, right? You don't want to get sucked into like these big giant spectacle things and then you know because it, it takes up a lot of your time too right like you're constantly doing press you got to go here there the other places and if these small moves i feel like it's everything's just toned down you know right and i think i mean she's obviously at a point now where people her very public court case with johnny depp so people know a lot more about i wonder her. how that's going to affect this movie i didn't think the ezra miller stuff was actually going to affect it and i think it did right some wonder she's a little bit more of a bigger star because of Johnny Depp. I wonder what is going to happen. Like, do people not care about Aquaman enough already? Do not, you know, like, is it DOA? Let's just be honest. I mean, it's basically how much, in my opinion, now it's basically how much draw does Jason Momoa have uh, to get? That's a good to point. Like, how big of a star is he? Can he actually pull this off? I mean, I think that's why most people saw the first one. Uh, so not here. If you look at it, the box office here is not no. very impressive. It's it's no. the over box office, yes. especially in Asia, that really took that movie to the next level. Right. So, you and know, so you're hoping Wan strikes third act gold again. Yes, and that's another thing. James Wan obviously is Chinese. That's gonna. I believe he's Chinese. That's I going to make make China Taiwan same same thing. He's Chinese. I mean, I know there's Mandarin and all these different kinds of Chinese, but. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know all of it. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so Eric he, final E thirty three. All complaints go there. <laughs> so yeah. So he um he that's probably another reason why it does well in Asia because he's Australian. He's director. So yeah, I know. I know he is. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. That movie again is supposed to be the end. And maybe that'll get people to see it too. Like, oh, finally we at the end. Let's go watch it. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> Does anybody care about this anymore? Honestly. I mean, I, I want to see it because I like the first one. I mean, I do because I really enjoyed it, but I'm just curious. Like, I just feel like, oh, like, man, oh. is the brand dead? Like, I think we're going to get, I think a lot of questions will be answered when we finally get to Aquaman's release date. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Blue Beetle comes first. Did you see? That Burger King is releasing a blue burger to go along with Blue Beetle. It looked purple, but yes, I <laughs> crazy, right? Um, I, I yeah, I can't remember last time I had Burger King actually. So me maybe neither. We will go there. Check. Maybe I should. Maybe it's time I did another BOF food review. <laughs> 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 and I the yeah, you, burger. <laughs> what did you, you did it for the Batman pizza, right? For those, yeah, it was the, 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 the what's it called? The calzone, the calzone, oh, yeah. That's what it was. I did that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I'll do, um, maybe I'll do one for the Blue Beetle pizza, uh, Blue Beetle burger. burger. Sorry, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so, there you go, that's it, yeah, yep, that's crazy. I thought, I mean. I'm going to try it. I'll give it a try. A burger. Definitely. I honestly, like, I actually, if I go for a burger, honestly, fast food, it's usually either Sonic or Sonic Wendy's White Castle. Those oh, are Sonic is disgusting. I love Sonic. Really? You're not a Sonic guy? <sighs> no. No? My stomach turns just hearing, saying the word. Like, I can't. Really? Yeah, not good. I, I love, love Sonic. It. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. 
Well, you're a big McDonald's guy, you know, former employee and everything. I did. Yes, I did work there in high school. Yes. I heard that. Did you ever, like, I heard the secret menu is crazy. I saw someone on YouTube order a, a Mic 1035. And you can only get them at like after 10.30 in the morning. It's like some kind of breakfast. It's actually like a brunch thing, but it's like a breakfast burger combination. So it's, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, this was a long time ago. There wasn't really a secret menu back then. Uh, with the work, people who worked there, like us, we made up our stuff that we would throw together. It's funny. But there was nothing that the public would come in and ask for that wasn't on the menu already. I wonder what it'd be like just ordering, so, making my own burger at McDonald's. Just going crazy. Six patties. <laughs> Dude, I still know how to make everything. I could That's funny. I could go back there today and, and go in and make a, know how to make a Big Mac and all the burgers, all the steps. That's impressive. That's crazy when you think about it. You're the, but, you're the patty king of the island. Yeah, that's me. That's it, baby. Uh, Give me that special sauce. Holy <laughs> man! Whoa! You're disgusting. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh, so we were, we've been talking. We kind of been hinting at this uh, through the whole show, but box office this summer and these movies being so bad, and Disney traditionally has been Teflon, right? Like they've pretty much been able to release everything and everything's a hit or, I mean, they have bumps in the road here and there, but um, this year that hasn't been the case. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we talked about, hasn't been, wasn't great. Didn't do lots, likely to lose money. Basically everything outside Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, but I'm just talking about their films. So The Little Mermaid, uh, fell short of expectations. Elemental, not doing anything. Pixar's latest, latest release. And of course, Indiana Jones, uh, close to a $3 million investment. And it, it's not doing well either. So we kind of been, like I said, we've been kind of beating around, um, talking about this, kicking, the, kicking it back and forth about box office this summer and what's, what's the deal. Uh, it's kind of telling for a studio like Disney. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons we can go into that's that I don't even want to. There's, there's things that we could talk about on the social side that might be impacting these films as well. But apparently guardians of the galaxy volume three, uh, looks like it's going to be the biggest earner of the year at 835 million. And this will be the first time since 2014 that Disney won't have a film that reaches the billion dollar plateau. Uh, Again, they're not suffering or hurting. But Pete, outside, I mean, you're not, you don't go and see every Marvel film like I do. Uh, uh, any of these other movies, like, do you have interest in any of them? Um, No, no, I don't. Okay. To be really honest. Uh, like, in the, I, like I said, the ones I've, I've had interest in, interest in, I've gone and seen, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, if I can get to it, and a lot of it's timing too. Like I work a lot of weekends in the winter time, so like if a movie comes out in the winter, it's it's harder for me to see it than it is in the summer, right? Because like, I just work more weekends. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. it's. It's yeah, I don't care about these. Like I care about the DC movies as a whole. Right. Um, I really care about the Batman stuff. Right. Uh, I really care about Spider Man. Um, the MCU stuff. You know, I will see it. I'm making a point to watch it all. Right. Um, but like elemental and stuff like that, I just don't care about it. There, like, there's some previews. Like I went even with, actually, I wanted to go see the Meg movie. 
Meg 2 was actually the movie like that I saw throughout the previews. I was like, I actually kind of want to see that. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's stupid Jason Statham movie is just fun. Yeah. You know, like it, it's there's there. I don't even need context. I just need action. You know, like something like that is kind of you know, Oppenheimer because it's like, oh, it's Nolan. I should go see this. Right. Because I'm like, oh, I should see this. Eric's going to hate this. I should totally go see this. You know? So I'm like, it's not like that. Like, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's hit or miss. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I know. I, you know? It, yeah. I, Elemental just didn't do it for me. No, I, I mean, I, I like asking those Let's questions, people, one. because we, I mean, I see a lot of movies and I didn't, I had no interest in Elemental. Uh, I never thought they should make The Little Mermaid. There was nothing wrong with the animated one, so why do we keep? Making well, I like these live ones? action Disney stuff, like Aladdin. I really liked. I thought that was great. You know, mm-hmm. some are, I can't remember the other ones I've seen, but uh, I, Aladdin was the last one I watched. I thought it was good. Did they make a Snow White? Like, why, why haven't they done that? They did make a Snow White. They did that like weird with, horror version. Yeah, with Thor, oh, the hunt, the Huntsman, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, with with Thor, with and Chris and Kristen Stewart. Yeah, that was years ago. But yeah, they did. Yeah. did that with her. Um. But I mean, it's just it, obviously we're not back to the, how things were before COVID either. Uh, you know, you and Russia. I don't know. know Russia markets closed here. Like it feels like everything has moved on since COVID. Yeah, but not worldwide. Uh, Maybe okay. Right, China um, is very picky now on what exactly they release. Russia, ever since it invaded Ukraine, no one Hollywood movies don't show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, box office remains still down 20% from pre- the pre-pandemic times. And, you know, now it's more difficult to release a film worldwide because the international landscape isn't the same. And it's really not back yet worldwide. So, uh, obviously, this country, we seem to rebound faster to things. And I'm not saying that we're completely rebound. I know there's plenty of people out there who are still struggling. Uh, based off what happened with COVID, whether it be health-wise or financially, but it's be it's more like the worldwide uh, interest just isn't there. Maybe, maybe you're right about that. So, I don't know I live in a little bubble of tri-state area. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, no, I mean obviously I do too. It's it's just weird though. Case in point, when the Flash was coming out. I every we had heard so much good things about it. So I remember when I was buying my tickets, I was like, oh, I was checking to see how the theaters were. No, we bought it. And that was the thing. Like I was like, wow, this is strange. So that was one. And even Mission Impossible, I'm going to see it tomorrow, the new Mission Impossible. But I didn't there was a lot of seats available there too. Really? So, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm interested to see if uh he he still got it. I know. You know? I should go see that one. So you should. I you should. should. It, it seems like you know what? It seems like a good old just a good old solid action, which is what he does. I even actually to be honest with you, I liked his mummy. I didn't hate it. Well, you're a lot of choices. There. I didn't hate it. But I like nice. I like Tom Cruise action movies. Like, what do you want me to do? Like I like him jumping off planes and shit. That was a rough was a rough watch for me. Really? <laughs> I liked I liked the mummy stuff. But all right, so we're at the end of the road here for this one. At the end of the road again. Yep. Here comes Holzman. Gonna take us to the end of the show. Well, you're gonna start. So Eric Holzman. Whoa. Take us to the end of the show, Pete. Tell the people where they can find you. But can I just sing to you some more? No. 
You sing to us all the time. Can I sing to you? But I'm good. You're not. So let's go. I I, I have a fantastic <laughs> singing voice. Ozzyman, Ozzyman, he's my favorite. Ozzyman, catch them while you can. Ozzyman, <laughs> he's <laughs> blushing. He's so cute. I'm not. Ozzyman, Ozzyman, come on, smile for me. Smile, come on, there you. That's it. That's a good boy. <laughs> I haven't smiling the whole. What are you talking about? Uh, he said. He said you're sticking the mud. You anyway, got, you got you issues. <laughs> Pete's got I issues. Fun. Yes. I want to enjoy myself, and Eric's not letting me. I'm let- Jesus. Oh God, you can't have fun. I'm here. Go ahead. Anyway, if you want to have yes. fun with me on social media, yes, have fun with Pete. You can follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Zach's favorite platform. We all know is Vero. Uh, Mastodon threads. Uh, buttons, jeans, whatever kind of platform is out there. <laughs> at Pete Illustrated. Follow this podcast when you're listening to right now. Straight to Gotham at straight underscore O underscore GM, both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. I hope, you're jo- I hope you've joined both. Uh, we're in both. We have a good time. Uh, lots of good news that goes there. Everything that doesn't make the show is also there. So there's a lot more uh, stuff for you to digest. Um, follow my other show, at Italians for Spidey. Um, follow me on BatmanOnFilm.com and Batman on Film YouTube. And I make a monthly appearance with Ryan Lauer at the Batman Book Club. So that's at the Batman BC. So check that stuff out. That's a Batman podcast. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, I'm going to pass it off to uh, uh, my own personal Emmett Smith over here. What? There you go. Just hand it off. Go run, 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 run. Okay. Eric. Twitter at finally 33, spell finale 33. Instagram and threads. Threads, yeah. Um, at final underscore E33. That's the difference there. So you can check me out there in both places. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the threads thing, seeing if it's going to be worth it or it's going to catch on. Catch uh, on like his OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, no. My OnlyFans did not catch on. Sadly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, interact with us there, of course. Um, Pete gave the show handle on Twitter as well. We Mostly news, but if you guys want to talk to us there, check us out at straight underscore underscore G, of course. The Facebook stuff, definitely. Uh, the group's been a lot more active lately. I want to thank you guys for that. We've had a lot of fun discussing certain things. Uh, I don't know why Pete put his doomsday poll under his account and not <laughs> and not the show account, but it's okay. Uh, I, I was watching it. <laughs> Let's do this. But yeah, check us out. Um, check us out all over our socials, obviously. Again, if you're fans of the New York Knicks, I do a show called All Nicked Up at all underscore nicked underscore up on Twitter. We do a show every Wednesday night at 8, it's been 8.30 p.m. Uh, discussing the New York Knicks. And right now they're kind of s- slow off season that they've had. But if you're fans of the Knicks, again, check us out over there every Wednesday night and uh, on YouTube and on, fa- and on Facebook Live. Uh, that's where we're at. So I think that's it. I think you nailed it. All nicked up. What you going to do? Holzimon and his basketball crew. I, I think I think I'm going to edit that out before we end the show. <laughs> Boo yeah. Alright, let's shut this one down. So for <laughs> Pete of Eric, you're listening to Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time.
Booyah!